ready for something scary. Okay! You're in the right spot. The Ice Scary Podcast collects spooky, creepy news stories to discuss and give you chills. Whatever. Just so you know, hosts discuss topics they've just learned about and have no prior knowledge. Their views are just for your entertainment. Hi, uh, welcome back to another episode of the I Scary Podcast. And joining us today is one of our favorite hosts, uh, Darcy Pashik. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for inviting me back, Anne. Great to be here. I'm excited to see what you have in store for us. Yeah, I have some good ones. There's uh, so many to do. That's what's kind of scary on its own is that there's so many scary yes. things to talk about. <laughs> I think we should be worried about that because, yeah, you, you have me now looking and, and scourging across the Internet and I have zero issues finding stuff. I'm like, wow, that would be good. That would be good. But in the end, <laughs> it's because there's a lots of disturbing people and things out there. Ah. Isn't it true? And we're here to make fun of it in, in many ways. <laughs> Poke fun at it. Perfect. All right, let's jump right into it. Yeah. So our new, our first news story is called The Bleeding House. A couple buys a house and it has some weird stains on the ceiling. So they do a little home improvement, fix it up, but then it bubbles back out. They do a test. They find out. It's blood. <laughs> and things just get worse from there. <laughs> Go away. And that leads him to discover some very disturbing things have been buried under their house. What? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, so, so underneath. Wait, wait. I didn't really give you a lot of the facts. So let's send it right over to Sydney for the full news report. Hey, Sydney, take it away. News. The Bleeding House from Steam News. A new home in France turns into a nightmare. When a happy family starts to decorate, their plans of creating a dream home, however, end when they hear voices and notice red paint dripping from the ceiling. But it's not paint. It's blood. They call the police, but find no body. They call a priest and have the house blessed, but nothing stops the blood from reappearing and dripping down the walls. Eventually, they tear down the home and discover 50 corpses buried underneath. The remains are German soldiers from the First World War. No word yet if the new construction has met with any bloody reminders of the past. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, okay, so but the blood came from the ceiling or from above. So I think they were saying that it was uh, unhappy spirits were causing blood to drip from the walls. No, duh. <laughs> if I was buried, you know, uh, murdered and buried during the war under a house, um, yeah, I'd be mad. I would think some anger issues might arise. <laughs> But so they built this house. I mean, it just seems odd this day and age that that could go undetected. Well, so no, they were remodeling. Oh, it's a very old home. And then they tore it down. Yeah, it was a very old home. And then they decided, well, you know, every time they left and came back, they had blood on the walls. I don't know. So they decided to go ahead and just tear it down <laughs> and build something from scratch. 
and that's when they found the bodies. <laughs> How do you do that, right? See, I would have just painted all the walls red, blood red, sold a house, and left it up to somebody else, right? Why would you deal with that stuff? You're so smart. I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong way to think about it. Do you have to like? Uh, do you have to like uh, disclose that kind of stuff when you're selling a home? Not if the not if the walls are red, they would never know. Um, I don't know. To me, I this is one of those ones. How much do we believe this? Right. I mean, I would first call, you know, Ghostbusters International or whoever <laughs> are these ghost hunter people, and say, "Come over here and film this. We're going to paint everything white." Yeah. We're going to put on the cameras. We're going to walk away. And then we're going to see this blood appear. Where's the pictures? Yeah, exactly. Let's let's see all the, yeah. Evidence. Yeah, exactly. The internet <laughs> is filled with uh, everybody's meal that they just ate tonight. I'm pretty sure we can get some picture of a blood on a wall. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, probably what the truth was, maybe some weird stuff was happening. And they just went ahead and it was probably part of their plans to just Yes. You know, tear the place down and start from scratch. And when they did that, they find these bodies were buried underneath, which, okay, how would that creep you out? Wait a second. Maybe this is a business. Maybe they built a, 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 a an Airbnb and maybe this is their publicity to draw people to their new house. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's always a side spin. I'm sure of it. <laughs> there is. I, I'm with you. That that would that wouldn't be a bad marketing plan. Um, right. But I mean, would it creep you out to find out you? I think of people that lived there before, all these years. Maybe some weird stuff happened. Maybe yeah. they didn't notice it or pay attention. But then you find out that all that time, you were living above fifty bodies. Yeah, I, I don't know if that it makes sense. World War really? to France. I mean, I'm putting, you know, it, it all does kind of I, I that would bug me. It's, it's not a scary thing. It's not a scary thing where you just find, you know, a family buried and nobody knows anything about it. I mean, when, if it's factual, mm. the soldiers have, you know, there's there's reasons and I can get behind that. But they were missing. No one ever knew what happened to them. Yeah, but how many are? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not really probably sure. a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But would that change you living there? Would it? If I knew? Nah. Okay, so if like right now, the home you're in, the home I'm in, if I suddenly knew there were 50 people buried underneath it and no one ever knew, um, that would creep me out. Yeah, but... but At night, <laughs> any little sound you heard would be like, what? Yeah, fair enough. Was that them? Are they upset? Yeah, but but I go back to okay, so World War, you know, the World Wars and France, you know, in, in our locations, it doesn't make sense. I mean, in Canada, we, well, no, you know, I, I just to me that would be creepy. Yes, yeah, so would I want to be? So here? you're just saying this goes with the territory. Okay, know. you're living in a place that's that old. People die. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that yeah, that's there. That's like cool. Oh yeah, wow. Whatever. Yeah. So sorry, but. Um, I guess it would also make you wonder what else is, do we know if this is like in a town or in the country? Does it say? It looked, um, there was a picture. So it was like a row of houses that are all together. So wh what if you live next door? Okay. This one had 50 bodies. That's what you're saying. Correct. That's what I'm, yes. That's what I'm thinking is now what? So this all becomes public and this. Just one house? No. <clears throat> yeah. Then I might start. But what what am I doing and, and do I really want to be in this neighborhood? But well, you can't just sell your home. You can't just. Yes, you can. They do it every day. 
Sorry. Some people have history. They have history in a place. In, and I don't care if okay. there was history before my history, but my family li has lived here and all that. I mean, I don't personally have that. I'm an Air Force brat, so yeah. I don't I don't really understand that, but I do get it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, not everybody wants to leave a place where they raised their family and, and their parents gave them the house. Right. Even if there might be a bunch of dead bodies. Yeah. So that's where I now wonder is, you know, what, if we don't believe it, what's the spin around it? What do you do in the situation if you live next door? Yeah, I, I think this is, I'm talking now the community, you know, it's going to be public knowledge and, you know, it's probably massive news for them, right? We're reading it in a newspaper on the internet and stuff, but this, they live this. So yeah, I mean, those, again, you know, we bring this up every time we talk. Is there follow-up to this? You know, that's where I love to hear more just to see, but... What would I do? I would be fine living there. So I don't have an issue with it. You would. No. Um, I, it just makes, you know, it doesn't have a scary story to it. Did they hear things? I, I, I agree. There's some untruth to this until you know the whole truth. It's pretty hard to speculate. So I'd be fine. If my walls actually bled something. Yeah. That would disturb me. So that that's a given. I don't think anybody would say, "Oh, cool." I think so. you know, because they obviously you have to clean it up. I mean, yeah. yeah. But I also that's the part of the story I don't believe because I don't believe. I mean, I believe there's stuff in old houses can leak and stuff and whatever. But that's the part I don't believe because if that is true, then document it. I mean, we right. want that kind of evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know yeah so I, i'm on the same page as you so i think the truth is yeah. you you mentioned it is that they had to they were rebuilding anyway discovered a, a burial ground and and now what's the story behind it well it's pretty easy after the fact i mean if they had no proof of it the, the house is down i mean well they have the bodies you know they at least have that yeah well no the, the burial happened but so so do you think that's what happened they find the bodies and then they made up the story yeah yeah 100 percent who would totally. do that? I would now that I have a bigger problem with. <laughs> That's really like Well, why do, why do you I, You're right. Okay, so we we don't believe the blood because there's no evidence. So right. but we do know factual they took the house down, found a barrel and then built a new house. So Yeah. What's their motive though? I think is the key thing here. But yeah, it was definitely after the fact. And and who knows, maybe they're crazy. Maybe they're like, "Oh, that explains all of this and that." And then and somebody was listening and the next, you know, everybody's gathered around and they're telling campfire stories of yeah of blood and then the then somehow the reporters show up or you know whatever yeah you, then you gotta you yeah. gotta have a story of like well what do you think so they ha they have nothing to think so they have to make up oh yeah we used to hear weird stuff and all that blood on the wall now makes sense <laughs> exactly yeah. right and then and then you go down a road and it's too far to back out and the next thing you know like i said the media shows up and now you're published and you're like huh, huh. well i guess we'll stick to this story yeah Oh my gosh. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, um, all right. All right. Well, we, um, I think we've solved that one. Yeah. But, but let's leave it on a good note. Okay. 50 soldiers were found and will now, there'll be some closure to some families. I mean, there's always a wow. line at the end of the day. Way to go, Dars. I like that about you. Right on. Cool. All right. Well, let's, uh, that one, that wasn't too scary. Let's, let's see what you think of this one. This story is called Wedding Crashers. Wow. So it's the big day. This couple show up at their destination wedding location, which is this beautiful estate. Hello. But they have a hard time getting in. 
Who are you? What do you want? We're here for our wedding. Open the gate. No, honey. Remember, we have to climb the fence. Some of their guests arrive. They're still outside trying to get in. When the police show up. And it's very clear that this location is not a wedding location. It's just a house for sale. That the couple just decided they would crash to have their wedding at. <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh, I do think we need the full news story to get the whole scope of the crazy behind this one. Sydney, take it away. News. Wedding Crashers from the Associated Press. After touring a 16,000 square foot luxury ranch, a star-struck couple invites over 100 guests to their wedding at the estate. They fell in love with the property's lavish offerings, including a bowling alley, swimming pool, waterfall, hot tub, tennis courts, outdoor bar, and a gazebo, perfect for saying I do. Unfortunately, the ranch isn't a wedding venue. It is for sale, and the couple toured the property as potential buyers, giving them the idea to secretly use it for their wedding. When the bride and groom show up for the ceremony, the owner surprises them. He still lives on the property and calls the police, derailing the would-be wedding crashers. It is not known if guests were also turned away, but since the couple believe it was God's plan that they marry on the estate, it's a good thing a big gate keeps trespassers out. <laughs> wow. This is awesome. Because they, they took the time to plan. They had to have catering, music, you know, and all this. And they didn't know that someone was still the owner was going to be there. I mean, yeah. that's that's awesome. Well, I guess it, it did say that he he lived on another part of the property. So he didn't live in the main house. But something that big, you can't think that okay. somebody wasn't a caretaker of it. Yeah. And, and how do you convince your realtor, you know, hey, we're going to come back tomorrow night to look at it by ourselves. And then, you know, I don't know. Bring 100 people with you. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, but that's ballsy. Like, you got to be you got to be pretty out there to think that you could pull that off. But and really. And a hundred people, right? It was a hundred? Yeah, a hundred guests. Yeah. So what happens That's when they awesome. all show up with their presents? The owner are like, thank you. Thank you, I'll take that. Uh, totally. Yeah, he could have played this right along. He should have just invited everybody in and then called the cops, right? Yeah, there was yeah. food. There was a lot of good stuff there. Right. Uh, but I agree. This is like, um. so to me, the scary part is the kind of mentality that, that does this also does yes. worse stuff freaker i mean this is sort of like the detour into oh quite amusing yeah. but it could have easily gone the other way and you know it's like one of our human zombies eating somebody's face i mean but this is without medication <laughs> yeah. right right we think we think <laughs> uh, well maybe they were just so love struck and, and they said right this is you know this is god's plan so this had to happen i don't know how that happens i don't know how that happens just... well now have you ever been a guest at a weird wedding oh my goodness have i um no i don't think so not not something like that that i could tell a, a, a wicked tale i have been to some weddings that definitely had um, um stranger tunes to them but no nothing that's we, we once were invited no. to a wedding and it it was of a, a friend's son 
So we did not know the son. It was kind of odd to be invited, but we went and it was a goth wedding, mm. which was, I mean, it actually turned out to be quite interesting, but it was very unique. It was in a dive bar. They had it during the day and it rented out this bar cool. and they had uh, sword eaters, fire eaters, you know, Wow. and that wouldn't have been so bad, except they didn't warn us in advance. And we took our eight-year-old son to this. Uh -oh. <laughs> it was, wow. It was quite an education. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, like it'd be interesting to see exactly how many people showed up or how, how everything transpired that day. Like, man, like, what, what, so now what do you do after? How do you get married after? Well, yeah. And I mean, it's not, it's downhill. Do you still get married? I mean, okay. Now, is that a sign? If you believe God gave you this mansion to get married in, right? Yeah, the plan clapped. When the gates are like, no, then do you say, oh, Oh, honey, uh, it's not going to happen. You know, I mean, do you live your life off of, of those kind of signs? If they're that crazy to try that, I, yeah, you know what? They're probably like looking and revisiting their vow going, oh, maybe we don't belong together. I don't know. Hmm. I would question yeah. it. Or, or, you know, it'd be interesting, you know, to see their friends and, you know, are these people all just like so out there and outgoing that, you know, they just maybe tried the next scam on their list maybe they just had a list of these things they were just trying to to get this you know and and who knows they're just like the guy with the blood in the wall they're trying to get a story printed that says hey when we got married look what we did and we got away with it yeah because i mean what yeah. is the crime technically they're they trespassing they were stopped so it's not like they were really it would have been trespassing if they had succeeded yeah yeah. What if you were a guest and it had gotten a little bit further and then, you know, the 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 guy wasn't didn't yeah. live on property, he was away, but then noticed, you know, he people have ring and stuff. This is where they're like, Hey, who are all these people at my yeah. house in my pool? <laughs> Who's having a party? Now that is something That's too unreal. that really so, does happen to people. But don't don't see you were also missing a big part of this though. Tell me. They had to research this, find this place, and then create the scenario that it could work. <laughs> right? This didn't just they just didn't pick it up and go, hey, we're they weren't looking for that place to buy, right? No. So so they started this, you know, they probably were on the internet going, I want to get married here. It's like a heist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. You know, okay, and I bet you their guest list all supported it. I mean, I bet you there's a whole Oh, do you think the get people on the guest list knew? Yeah, I mean, or they might know who their friends were. They're like, "Hey, we yeah, could we could end maybe, up at a yeah. great party or in jail." <laughs> Let's face it. Are we assuming these people could not afford at a venue? Is that an assumption at this point? Probably. So, if you're going to a wedding, if somebody you know doesn't have money, and all of a sudden they're having it at a, you know, whatever, how many thousands of square feet this place is with a bowling alley, you gotta know that maybe something isn't right. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. You have to know the people. You'd be like, wow, what happened? They had to have a story for the for their friends too, right? But I I do have a story for you. Oh, okay. Um, so so I lived in a ski resort uh, town for for a while, and uh, I rented a basement suite of this massive chalet. You know, mm -hmm. the wood beams, hot tub, and everything. And one morning I was getting ready to leave and the people upstairs that were renting the place were leaving and they left the bottom door unlocked. So uh, I unfortunately went in the door and they had left a whole bunch of food. So I 
being a starving ski uh, ski person back then, I bought a bit of food. So then I put a little note on the door saying, if you have any food left over, I live downstairs. Just leave it by the door and I'll collect it. So anytime somebody came, I would get their food. But every now and again, they would leave the door unlocked and I would be wandering around this huge place going, man, if I lived here. So, you know, not premeditated, but... <laughs> It was kind of breaking into, I don't know. Kind of, but they left it open. So yeah. technically you weren't doing yeah, anything exactly. wrong. All right. So I guess you're, you're showing me that there is a way that you could start. So you began on that path. You just luckily stopped yeah. before you were crashing or into oh, I some. I great free food. You should see the food <laughs> I got. Awesome. Anyways. They were yeah. probably happy to leave it to, for someone instead of throw it away. Yeah, but so. but I do want to go back and, and I want to find out how these people planned it, how they got down the path and how they picked that place, how they thought they could convince, you know, a realtor, like they had to have keys or something, right? They had to know something more about the place. They had to play up the part of, of being interested in buying it, I would think. Like you would think there's a yeah, whole Yeah, they had to play it up. Play. Maybe, well, I, maybe are, they yeah. thought they could just get through the gate and... Uh, and go ahead and just use the outside of the facility. If it had the great pool and a, you know, the barbecue and the, they had an outdoor bar, maybe yeah. they thought they could just use yeah. that part. But then wouldn't your guests be like, oh, we can't go in the house. That would be weird. So I do know a girl once that yeah. she wanted to be on television. Do you remember that uh, the dating, what's it at okay. the date? What's the one with Chuck Woolery? That was a uh, love connection. Do you remember that show? Oh yes. Yeah, I do remember. Yes. So she went in and she just decided she had a, a very serious boyfriend, but she wanted to be on the show. So she went in and pretended that she had like was a pilot. Right. So she just made up this stuff and she was thought there's no way they would take her. Yeah. But she just went on and on. She was very believable and she was just making stuff up and they believed it. It turned out that they had a guy that was a pilot. Oh, my goodness. So they thought they would be perfect. And I think she actually went out on a date with him. But when it came time to film the show, she and because she thought she said, I will, I'll do the show. Right. And she said, he'll never pick me. But of course, she was the only one. He, she didn't know. That's when she found out he was a pilot and she was a pilot. So, of course, he picked her. Yeah. And that's when she had to come clean uh -oh. and say, uh oh, <laughs> I actually just I'm really not a pilot. That's a classic. So, see, some people are just their brain is like that. Potentially, if you're just make believing for no harm intention, you know, yeah, I guess it. But I mean, the wedding thing, there's, there's, you know, a few laws massive, that broken. So. Massive. I mean, but I've, I, I've never done that in my life. I've never pretended said I'm gonna go pretend to be this person, just for the fun of it, well, and see what I can get away with. Yeah. I mean, that is a different mindset, and that's what I. That to me is the mindset that could go really bad, on, and and create even a, a much worse story than than what we have here how the how the criminal mind starts yeah. yeah 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 so so does that now change does that change the way you drive past a nice acreage outside of town that's <laughs> got a for sale sign on it would you look twice and go let's pop in and see who's here <laughs> how many people here are right now listening to us are now going hmm let's right? see there's an idea well because there's all sorts of trends yeah. um we went to um this is an interesting story we went to new orleans and went to six flags it's all abandoned after uh the hurricane oh and it's all locked up guarded and through the power of the internet found a hole in the chain link fence 
and Ooh. went in there and took pictures. Um, yeah, it was a nice family affair, actually. We uh, You could have all gotten arrested together. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, I do get it. I mean, there's intrigue. We weren't there to vandalize or anything else, but boy, once you were in there, right. they it was so fantastic. Was it scary? A little bit, because you Cause it was don't empty. know. Yeah, it's empty. It's all graffitied up. You don't know if other people are there, because, I mean, True. if you can look up there, there's a hole in the fence. I'm pretty sure other people know there is. But, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was really neat. But So I think those things, I mean, I, I don't know if there's it, – it's no different right now. My daughter absolutely loves, like, haunted things or appear to be haunted things. So she sees, like, a, an old abandoned town or, or a house and, and she, on the internet. And she's like, I would love to go there and just kind of go creep around. There's no malicious intent. It's just – you know, you just want to see what the vibe is. And so, I don't know, some of that right. stuff, I don't really see a harm in, but. Sort of, yeah, I get that. And then see what you could get away with. I mean, I, I think there is that kind of personality. Me, I would hate to get caught, so I wouldn't do it. You're too good. You're just too good of a person. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I My parents, they, they hammered it into me, right? You're going to be a good person. And I'm like, yes. But you could pull it off. You think I could pull it off because I'm nice? You could pull it off. Darcy. What are you trying to get me to do? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good stuff. Just do it. All right. Well, until next time, thank you so much for joining us, Darcy. Yeah. Had a blast. Thanks, Anne. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time, be safe out there. Don't be scared. (laughs) (laughs) And don't do anything crazy. No. I'm really afraid we might inspire someone. Well, tell them to... Tell them to send us the news article after they do it. Okay. All right. Then that makes it okay. Oh, yeah. Everyone at iScary Podcast would like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us. And thanks also to our newscaster, Sydney Story, our announcer, Zach Mercer, plus our Step Into the Story actors, Grinnell Morris, Sydney Story, Zach Mercer, and... A couple IA programs, one from Speechalo and the other is Synthesis. Last but not least, we get our sound effects from Zapsplat. <laughs> Join us again, if you dare. The Ice Scary Podcast is produced by Wyatt Pashik and Ann Kimbrough. Copyright April 2021.